This is a podcast by the Business Times. Welcome to BT Podcasts, audio for you by the Business Times. I'm your host, Chris Lim. Now, for many of us in Singapore, real estate is not just an investment, but a place to live. And lifestyle and well-being plays a part in how much you get from the property you've invested in. Especially if you've decided to live in Singapore's Central Business District, or CBD. We're going to tell you how to factor lifestyle and well-being into your CBD property purchasing research in this episode, which is brought to you by M Plus S. Our guest is Nicholas Mark, Head of Research and Consultancy at ERA Realty Network. Welcome to the show, Nicholas. Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be on your show. When we talk about lifestyle and well-being as part of property purchases, some obvious factors spring to mind, such as swimming, pool, or you may want to be a secluded part of the country, or you may want to be in the happening part of the country where all the buzz is happening. So you don't necessarily have to live in a quiet corner of an island to enjoy the lifestyle you want. Take the central business district, for example. Is it unusual to have residential properties within the CBD if that's what you're looking for from your lifestyle? Well, before 2005, it was really unusual to find condominiums within the financial districts in Singapore. I think there was only one such development. But in the last 15 years, there's been a few more new developments constructed in the CBD. And today, if we were to look at the new CBD, which is actually an expansion of Raffles Place, and that expansion is going southwards into the Marina Bay area. In the Marina Bay area, there's only a small handful of residential developments there. Most of the buildings there are for office use. And among the new developments there, one of them is Marina One Residences. Now, if you want to choose residential developments within the CBD, you also want to make sure it is a home and a sanctuary. So you don't really have to live far, far away from the CBD to enjoy the tranquility. If your residential development can provide all your necessary needs, the facilities, and also provide the security and is a sanctuary for you after work, well, I think you have just hit the right spot. Okay. But what are the key pros and cons of living within the CBD? Some of the advantages of living within the CBD is that for those who work in the CBD, it saves them commuting time, especially in the time of COVID. You also wouldn't want to get on the train with too many people during peak hours. So if you work within the CBD, you can might even be able to walk to your home if your home is within walking distance from your place of work. The other thing is that it is near to many shops and dining options, some within just a 10 minutes drive from where you are, especially if you were to live in the Marina South area. Thirdly is that most of the locations within the CBD are near to MRT stations. So accessibility to public transportations to go to other parts of Singapore is also a big plus because there are times when you might not want to drive in and out of the ERP areas. Of course, there's a bit of downside, which is one of them is the ERP charges. If you have to often drive in and out of the CBD and you live in the CBD, that can be a bit expensive, but that can be overcome by the MRT. The other thing is that if you don't drive, then choose residential development near MRT station. And one example is Marina One Residences. 
the third disadvantage is that, well, the financial districts can be very quiet during weekends and public holidays, as many people don't really live in the CBD. So some may even call it, it's a bit like a ghost town on some very quiet weekends. But for some people, they may actually enjoy that quiet environment. It can be a change of pace. Interesting points. You mentioned transportation and, of course, ERP costs. Thing is, mm. it's a chance for you to calibrate your lifestyle. I mean, if you live in London, you live in Hong Kong, actually, many people don't drive. They're used to taking the train. Even if you have a, a high, well-paying job, even if you can yes. afford a car, you don't necessarily want to. It's very acceptable to walk and take the train in your business suit, even if you could afford a car, simply because it makes more sense. You don't get stuck in traffic and it's just what everybody does. So if you do have an MRT station at your doorstep, it's a chance to calibrate your lifestyle and then not have to worry about parking and about gridlock traffic. So somebody's cons can be somebody's pros, depending on what you're looking for in your lifestyle, I guess. Yes, most definitely. I agree uh, totally with that. I think in many of the modern metropolitan cities, New York, Tokyo, London, Paris, under the cities are actually crisscrossed by many train lines. So you don't even have to jump onto a taxi for most of the time. You know, you can just take the train to many parts of the cities or just outside the city. And well, parking space is also a huge premium. It's, it's uh, probably one of the most expensive real estate as well in many of these cities. And so you may not want to own a car or to drive out of your home to go into the city. Personally, for me, I, I don't really enjoy driving into the city. I'll try to take the train if I really have to go there. So yes, if you were to live in the city, live in the CBD, and you have, as a residence, you get priority to the parking within your development. Well, that is really a blessing. If you like BT Podcasts so far, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Nicholas Mark, Head of Research and Consultancy at ERA Realty Network, about how to factor lifestyle and well-being into your Singapore CBD property purchasing research. This episode is brought to you by M plus S. Now, before the break, Nicholas was telling us some of the pros and cons of living within the CBD. And of course, depending on what you're looking for in life, some of the cons may not necessarily be a con for you. For example, high ERP charges, high parking charges. If you're looking at actually exercising more or simply wanting the opportunity to avoid traffic and just hop on the train more easily. The fact that Marina Bay MIT, for example, is at the doorstep of developments such as Marina One Residences would actually be a plus for some people. But looking at broader lifestyle options, because we're talking about lifestyle well-being, what are some of the lifestyle options available to people who live in the CBD, Nicholas? Oh, if we were to compare the city centre or CBD with the suburban areas, in the suburban housing estates, you have a higher concentration of housing, of residential space, be it HDB flats or condominiums, and you actually have a lower percentage of commercial space. The reverse is true within the CBD. So in, within the CBD, you have a higher concentration of retail and dining options. And if you were to live in the CBD, like for example, in the Marina Bay area, you only had to travel a very short distance to shopping, like for example, at Orchard Road and Suntech. And if you just want to travel slightly out of the city, you can have even more choices like Vivo City, which is one of the largest shopping malls in Singapore. And furthermore, there are also many dining areas within the CBD or just a short distance from the CBD, such as Orchard Road, Tanjong Paga, the Bugis area, 
and along the Singapore River. So for people who want to live in the CBD, you actually have not just dining, but there are also other types of lifestyle options around the CBD. I mean, if you live in the suburbs, it's mainly residential developments around you. So if you want to go to a trendy restaurant or you know, a movie theater, take your, take your pick, you'd have to travel out to go and get it versus in the CBD where everything's around you. So if you want a trendy restaurant, a trendy gym, for example, you might actually find it more convenient for you. Of course, you pay a premium. I mean, as you mentioned earlier, there are fewer residential developments in the CBD. So you pay a premium for that convenience. But in return for the convenience, you could have direct access to a lot of amenities, lifestyle options, food and drink. And of course, you can hop in the MRT, Marina Bay MRT, for example, and you are pretty near, well, say City Hall as well as Orchard Road, and then you can just take a train back. So there are definite upsides there. It depends what you want. But if you want dining, if you want nightlife, pubs and the sort, even though, of course, some of that's kind of constrained in COVID-19, but you know, with <laughs> vaccination starting, hopefully that'll come back. And of course, I mean, there are still bars open. So that would be a reason to consider living in the CBD. And something you should factor into your CBD property buying decisions. Yes, most definitely. And I think that if we are just looking at the CBD, especially the financial districts, if you want an area that actually is not so congested, not so built up, and still have some space for you to exercise and so on, I think the Brimima Bay area is one such area. And of course, a major development there, residential development there, is Marina One Residences, which actually has not just residential space, but also shops, commercials, dining options, all within the same development. Actually, since you mentioned Marina One Residences, I believe there's a green hut, sort of a greened up area with trees and water and all that in the middle of the development. So even amidst all the built up I guess you know, the CBD is all built up. You would still have some green area within the development itself. So depending on which development you choose, there are actually green options, even if you're bang smack in the middle of the CBD. Isn't that right? Yes, most definitely. And, and some of this green area actually can help you to refresh, rejuvenate yourself, you know, to go there just for 10, 15, 20 minutes just to get away from that concrete jungle it's a way where you can even meditate and do yoga in those areas. And of course, other types of lifestyle options available for people who choose to live in the Marina Bay area is that you're near to Gardens by the Bay, which is one of the world-class botanical gardens in the world. You know, there's so much greenery there. It's just a short walk away. You can take a break from the urban landscape. You can go there for exercise and for walks. And not forgetting, Marina Bay area is near the waterfront. It's great for jogging, walks. It's great to fly kites in that area, especially in the windy season that we are experiencing right now. Other types of lifestyle options available to people who want to live there is that you're also near to museums, like the National Museum, the Asian Civilization Museum, the Art Science Museum. Furthermore, if you are someone who is really into cultures, there are other cultural centers, like for example, theaters at Marina Bay Sands and the Esplanades, and there are also exhibitions centers. And of course, for those who like a game of chance, it's also not far from the casino at Marina Bay Sands. 
So that's a great point, Nicholas. Basically, if you live in the CBD, you're stones throw from everything. At you, where everything's happening, and you culture, nightlife, museums, the works. So no worries about getting bored and low commuting time. Thanks for being on the show, Nicholas. It's always a pleasure, Chris. Now, we've been telling you how to factor lifestyle and well-being into your Singapore CBD property purchasing research with my guest, Nicholas Mark, Head of Research and Consultancy at ERA Realty Network. This episode was brought to you by M Plus S. And that's a wrap for this podcast episode by The Business Times. That was an SPH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.